Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Hardy. Welcome to the program. And I'm back. I'm back. That's right. Last week I said, I'm coming back. Last week I said, I'll be here. And guess what? I'm here. And oh my gosh, it's just in time. Just in time because the liberal left is at it again, folks. They are at it again. And uh, let me back up. Let me back up. <clears throat> let me back up. Uh, over the weekend, uh, there was a shooting in Buffalo. Yes, that's right. You've probably heard about it because that's the shooting that everyone's talking about. Now, I say that's the shooting everyone's talking about. It's because here in California, we also had a major shooting. Five people were killed in a church, but it was an Asian, predominantly Asian church, and it was an Asian shooter, so nobody seemed to care to talk about it. But the white man who's racially motivated in New York, well, according to them, is racially motivated. No, that's the one that we need to talk about. All right. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about it. We should talk about that one. We should talk about the one in California. We should talk about the one in Philadelphia. We should talk about every shooting that happens in Chicago. In fact, every state that has high and strict gun laws that has major shootings, we should talk about. Because at some point, people are going to look at it and be like, well, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't have high and strict gun laws. Because in Buffalo, this young man walks into a place and shoots a security guard. And now he's the only one in the building with a gun. You don't think that might be a little, I don't know, heart-changing for you if you were inside that building as well? Oh, man, I wish I had a gun right now. Yeah, I might be liberal, and I might, you know, believe in gun control, but now this guy's walking around, this kid's walking around shooting people. I really wish I had a gun right now. See, I never understood this. I've discussed this before in this program. I never understood why the liberal left takes advantage of shootings and says, oh, now's the time to push gun control. I don't know about you guys, but to me, a shooting is not the time to push it because a shooting makes me feel the other way, right? A shooting makes me want to say, oh, I really wish I brought a gun, right? I mean, that'd be my biggest fear. My biggest fear would be to absolutely be involved or see a shooting. Oh, stupid computer. Stop making noises. Would be absolutely involved in some sort of incident and be the guy that doesn't have a gun when I have the legal right to carry one. Right? I'll carry a gun to the, my local store. I'll carry a gun to the gas station. I don't carry a gun everywhere because I carry a gun to church. Because my biggest fear is not that I'm so afraid that something's going to happen. My biggest fear is that it will happen and I won't be prepared. But I digress. So every time these shootings like this happen, conservatives automatically start rolling their eyes. Conservatives like me. Why? Because we know what's coming. Okay? We know what's coming. The media is going to blow up. Politicians are going to start demanding for gun reform. Uh, media heads or talking heads are going to start demanding it. Twitter's going to blow up with it. Facebook's going to blow up with it. And everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, we need more gun laws. New York already has strike, strict gun laws, by the way. So does California. So does Philadelphia. So does Chicago. I mean, these places already do. And that's the conservative point. That's why we roll our eyes because we're like, guys, clearly more gun laws is not the re answer. It's, we're not getting the results we want. Not to mention it doesn't matter. Okay, because if California has strict gun laws, Nevada doesn't. Right, California will restrict the, what they call high-capacity magazine. Right, I call it a standard capacity, but if I wanted to get a 30-round magazine for a firearm, I could just hop, skip, and a leap right on over to Nevada and get it. They don't care. Can't buy a gun in Nevada, but I could buy uh, many other accessories there. Right, And it's like that everywhere. You would have to have national gun laws, and even then, it's not going to work. Why? Because I can go down to Mexico, grab what I need, grab what I want if I want to commit some serious crime. Or, you know, Canada, the same thing, right? Like... Okay, it doesn't work. It's never worked. Okay, and on top of that, it doesn't even have any common sense to it because of what I just pointed out. Shootings don't make us think we should have more gun control. Shootings make us wish, well, dang it, I need, I need a gun too. 
That's how they tamed the Wild West. Look at back at history. They, they didn't go out to the Wild West and just start disarming everybody. They said, hey, you commit a crime. Well, that's a dangerous act, and you don't be surprised if somebody shoots you. Right? They made committing crimes dangerous. That's why when we look at all these famous um, gunslingers, these famous criminals back in the Wild West, many of them didn't live very long. They all met the gallows. Many of them met the gallows or met a bullet, and they did it when they were very young. But again, I digress. Anyways, so politics automatically starts getting involved. Everybody starts throwing a fit. Okay? Everyone starts doing things. And there's an article that stood out to me that I wanted to talk with you guys um, from the Daily Beast. Now, Daily Beast, in my opinion, has been hit or miss. Okay? Like, every once in a while, they have no problem hit, doing an article that makes Biden look bad, looks, makes the Democrat look bad, whatever. This article is all about Republicans because apparently... A crazy young man who obtains a firearm decides to go shoot a bunch of people. Ten, ten human beings are mur murdered. And that's somehow some Republican politician as well. Some Republican politician in Washington, D.C., who's minding his own business, sending out the occasional tweet, looking over some emails, reading some bills that are on the table, doing all that. No, that's his fault. He should have done more. So let me read this article a little bit. This is written by, uh, I can't even pronounce his name, uh, Wad... Wajah Ali. Okay, okay. Uh, Republicans and conservative media ecosystems have to answer for the blood on their hands. This is the same stupid argument they do with the NRA. The NRA is responsible. The NRA barely sponsors anybody. Okay, all they do is pay for lawsuits. Okay, anyways, I can get into that all day long. But anyways, no. The NRA is not responsible for Republicans. They gotta answer for the blood on their hands. Either through in the window or... Oh, here how he says this. Either through innuendo or direct statements, they continue to promote the white supremacist Great Replacement Theory, which has yet radicalized a terrorist to commit violence <clears throat> against people of color, and they should be held accountable for their role. Let me just stop you right there. Okay, one, the general idea of Great Replacement Theory is over time, okay, as people progress in the United States, the next generations will become more and more people of color. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. Okay? I have a black sister. I'm a conservative. I'm a white conservative. As white as they can get. I even shave my head. Okay? But I love people. I love everybody. I have a black sister. I have children of color. Okay? I have nephews and nieces. I'm Okay? I'm My grandbabies are going to be people of color. And I'm very excited for that. Why? Because I don't care. I don't care about skin color. I care about people's character. But let me tell you something. I grew up in a conservative household. I grew up listening to Rush Limbaugh on my dad's radio whenever he drove anywhere throughout the whole 90s and stuff. And 30 plus years of hearing conservative media and conservative radio and conservative articles and conservative magazines coming, I have never, not once, ever heard any statement from any registered Republican or, or conservative media talking head talking about great replacement theory or suggesting that it's a bad thing in any way, shape, or form. Not once. And then he continues in the article, we're still learning about Peyton Gen uh, Gendron, the 18-year-old suspect suspected terrorist, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a terrorist at this point, who killed 10 people in a racially motivated attack. However, it is clear from the alleged manifesto that great replacement theory, which is now a mainstream GOP talking point, no it's not, continues to radicalize men to commit violence. And yet some Republican leaders and conservative pundits continue to promote this hate for the sake of voters, so for the sake of votes, Profits and ratings. What are you talking about? 
Like, this is just blatant lies. This isn't misunderstanding. This isn't omitting. This is blatant lies. Like I said, I've never heard any GOP candidate or active um, serving personnel say that, um, or even mention Great Replacement Theory. Okay? And not to mention, this kid that they're talking about in his manifesto, he's a liberal. He's a radical leftist. Okay, he was neck deep in communism in high school. He even says in his manifesto. Okay, he even says in his manifesto that he chose this area and he knew New York because New York had easy gun laws. He knew all he had to do was kill one person. He'd be the only person gun in the room. Okay, and his reasoning for doing this is because he wants more gun laws. So does a communist 18-year-old who wants more gun laws sound like somebody who's listening to GOP talking heads? The article continues. Oh, and this whole thing about sake of votes, profits, and ranks. Let's be reality. Let's let, let's speak on reality here for a little bit. Um, racism is not profitable. Okay, racism doesn't bring you profit or ratings or votes. And it doesn't matter what political party you are. Okay, it doesn't. You can go to the deep south right now, stand up in front of a crowd, and start making racist comments. Guess what? It's not going to get you anywhere. Even the deep south. Okay, so no, making racist points and talking about things like great replacement theory, okay, is not going to get you votes, profits, or ratings. This is a blatant lie. Okay, he continues in the article, enough is enough until Republican leaders and conservative media stars explicitly renounce this white supremacist conspiracy, condemn it, and disassociate from its peddlers. It's fair to conclude that they're entirely complicit in this message. All right, well, let me start. Let me start with me. Um... <clears throat> Not that I'm a conservative media star by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm here. I'm trying. Uh, I will renounce white supremacy, all of its associated conspiracies. I will condemn it, disassociate from its peddlers, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and do all that. I mean, I've been doing it my whole life, but you know, I'll go ahead and make it on the record. <clears throat> Oh, here we go. Journalists and reporters must con re continue in the article. Journalists and reporters must repeatedly hound Republican officials with follow-up questions about national security threat. They already do. Recall that. Recall that Democrats and President Joe Biden still are asked about defunding the police, even though it is not a mainstream DNC position, or about critical race theory panic, even after it was revealed to be a bad faith Trojan horse created by right-wing activists to incite racial panic anxiety. No, it's not. Okay, one, Democrats are responsible for defunding the police, and it did result in higher crime rates around the area. Why? Because we, we don't support defunding the police for obvious reasons. Okay, but if you look at it, who does it affect first? Defunding the police affects the poor neighborhoods first. It always does, it always has. Okay, whoops, my foot slipped. So, of course, if you care about people of color, if you see them as this isolated group in these isolated poor neighborhoods, you would not want to defund the police. If anything, you want to fund the police and get more police in those neighborhoods to clean up the drug dealers and the gangbangers. Right? Because that's really what makes a bad neighborhood a bad neighborhood. It's not about color. It's about actions and character. And what you find in poor neighborhoods are more gang presence, more crime, more um, shootings, more drug dealers. Right? Because that's what these gang members are fighting over. Okay. Oh, and CRT panic, even if it was revealed to be bad faith Trojan horse, it's not a bad faith Trojan horse. Okay. CRT is critical race, race theory. Okay. It's theory. 
It's when you start pushing uh, racial topics that are either unproven, disproven, or just skepticism. And you push it like it's fact. And you teach this to young children as if, again, as if skin color really matters. Okay, when I was a kid, I was taught love and that skin color doesn't matter, that racism is bad. Okay, these kids these days are being taught that white people are inherently racist and they can't help it. They're being taught to hate white people. They're being taught to hate founding fathers. Okay, they're being taught to hate these people. Now, were they all perfect? Nope. Is anybody perfect? Nope. Were there problems in history? Sure. Okay. But that doesn't mean we should be teaching it and, and making it so it's taught just a certain way. So people hate the founding fathers, therefore they want to hate their own country. Remember, socialist revolutionaries, it's one of the rules. Get people to hate their own country. Because if you hate it, you either will fight to overturn it, or you won't fight to protect it. It's a win-win. If they can get you to hate your own country, you either watch it burn, or you'll help it burn. Hey folks, if you're like me, I get really sick and tired of spending 5, 7, 8, 12 bucks every day at Starbucks or Dutch Brothers or one of these other coffee places and then you turn around and hear about places like Starbucks and how they treat law enforcement and how cops are getting kicked out. Well, I got a new company for you, right? If, if you're at that point where you just want to make good quality coffee from home, I want you guys to check out my new friends 1097 Coffee. This is a law enforcement and veteran owned local first responder theme business. Now, I want to pull this little expert from their website, 1097coffee.com, all spelled out, no, no numbers. 1097 Coffee was created in support of our first responders. This includes our military, police, fire, dispatchers, emergency medical services, and our motto is support to all. If you're looking for a company that supports causes you believe in, check out 1097coffee.com and order from their either medium, dark, or dark roast selections. That's 1097coffee.com, and you could also find them on Facebook or Instagram. All right, and we're back. Um, you know, during the break, I was reading through. Um, I was reading through more of this article from the Daily Beast, and he says in the article the replacement theory which has inspired and radicalized numerous mass shooters, is now believed by nearly half of Republican voters. First of all, replacement theory is not, even if it's true, it's not a bad thing. And I don't know anyone who even talks about it. Again, I don't know a single Republican. I didn't even think about it or think twice about it since I read Zara. I remember when I was a kid, them talking about it. I remember in the science class in high school, they're talking about genetics and talking about how in the future there will be more and more people of color in the United States just from blending. Okay, but it was never discussed as a bad thing. It was never discussed as something that that we should be trying to avoid or or something bad, right? Okay, I I love the idea. I don't care, right? Like again, I when you do it right, you're looking at people's character, not their skin color, anyways. Like that's not the first thing I notice about somebody. It really isn't. When I meet somebody new and I'm talking to them. That's not the first thing I noticed. I don't care. It doesn't even cross my mind. But then on top of that, here's the other thing. Okay, we can do survey after survey and break down mass shootings, these terrorist attacks, these school shootings, and almost none of them have come from Republicans or Republican shoot or voters. None of them. Okay, Sandy Hook, his mom was a teacher. Right? I mean, it's just... I could break them down time and time again. You look at it. Columbine? Nope. Liberals. Okay, they were all radical leftists. 
Nazis? Nazis are national socialists. Okay, they come from the left. They're not actually conservative. They're not. They don't come from the right. Okay, these guys aren't Republicans. This kid was not a Republican. Okay, he might have felt a lot differently about things if he was watching Republican media. Okay, they don't get this crap from us. They never have. And it's just stupid. I mean, gosh. But this guy writes this stuff up, and he says he cites this. Believe nearly half of all Republican voters. Where do you get that citation from? Really? I mean, he doesn't cite it. He doesn't cite his sources. It's just stupid. All right. Sorry. I got to move on. I got to move on because I just get more and more frustrated listening to this crap. I mean, just just the gun laws they're proposing as if any of them have ever worked. Right? As if any of them have ever worked. I mean, seriously, how many? I could count them. I can count them. Let's count them right here with me. Let's, I'm going to name all the gangbangers I've ever known or had contact with, whether growing up or in police work who have magically decided, oh my gosh, they passed the law. I got to turn in this gun. I can't have it anymore. Okay, you guys ready for that? I'm going to name them all right now, right? So remember, this is all the gangbangers and criminals who said, oh my gosh, they passed the law. I have to turn in these firearms or, oh man, I guess it's illegal to rob banks. I can't rob a bank anymore. You mean, you mean it's illegal for me to have a fully automatic pistol and drive by this dude's house, his rival gang member's house? Oh, man, I guess I got to turn these guns in. I guess I can't do this stuff anymore. Let me name them for you. Let me... Ready? Well, there was that... No. Well, how about Tony from the... No, no, it wasn't that guy either. No, he didn't do that. No. What about... No, no, I scooped that guy off the street myself. Ah. <sighs> Oh, I know this guy was a big anti-gun guy. Oh, no, no. He was a drug dealer. got killed in a shootout. Zero. Zero, folks. Criminals don't follow gun laws. They never have. They never will. Okay, that's the whole point of being a criminal. There's a law that goes against us. Well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to follow that law. I'm going I'm to go against that law. Oh, well, I guess you're not. You're just a criminal. That's the point. That's the point. Okay. So... Anybody with half a brain can look at that and say, look, gun laws don't work. They just don't. Okay? They, they don't, right? 70% of all crimes committed with a gun are, are the person who committed the crime does not own the firearm, right? It just, it's not working. Okay? It's not that conservatives hate people. It's not that we want to see more shootings, anything like that. We just want people to have the right to defend themselves. I've said it before. Okay? I'd rather scoop up the criminal from your doorstep and hear your explanation as why you felt the need to shoot him than to scoop you up off your uh, floor in your house and try and figure out who did it. Right? And I never met a cop that felt any differently. Okay? You think, you think conservatives or Republicans are against women and women's rights? Let's give them guns. Okay, I think women should have guns. It's a lot harder to rape somebody if they're putting a gun to your head. Just saying. Right? Good luck. Rapists dragging some woman into a back alley because she, I think she should be able to pull out her gun and shoot you. And I think it should be perfectly legal. Right? But hey, we're, we're the bad ones, right? We're the ones who uh, are launching a war on women or we hate people of color. You know, I think people of color should have guns too. Everyone should. In fact, if you interpret the Constitution and the founding fathers and their intention, some people would even suggest that it's your obligation to own a firearm. It's an obligation to your neighbors and to your country. Okay? Our country is a very difficult one to invade. 
by foreign powers. I know it seems like an impossible scenario, but just in case. Okay, our country is a very impossible one to invade because of our gun ownership. The left was praising the Ukraine. I'm sorry, I said the Ukraine. The left was praising Ukraine because of the citizens that own firearms and the citizens that stepped up and the citizens that fought back and demonstrated some real patriotism. But when we talk about it here, oh no, we're radical. We're radical. We're extremists. Right? Isn't that what they say? We're extremists. We want to take away a woman's right to choose. No, we don't. Go ahead. Women can do whatever they want with their bodies. Clearly they did if they had an unwanted pregnancy. Go ahead. Actually, that reminds me. I had a weird encounter with somebody um, over the weekend. Let me see if I can find this. So an acquaintance of mine posted, she, she shared this. This wasn't her tweet. This wasn't anything like that. She shared this. And apparently a guy named Harry, whose handle at um, <clears throat> Twitter is Fat Chicken. So you know he's credible, right? Fat Chicken Harry, who uh, is a very credible person on, uh, on Twitter, uh, stated the following. He said, if any of you pro-lifers get tapeworms, you better suck it up and be a good host because tapeworms have a heartbeat and feel pain. It deserves a choice, and it chose to be its mother. It chose you to be its mother. First of all, fat chicken, you're, you're kind of sick. Because maybe you're trying to make a point, but here's a couple reasons why you're sick. One, humans aren't tapeworms. Okay? A female human body okay, has the purpose and has the ability to carry another human. Okay, we don't lay eggs. We don't magically spawn up out of things. We don't grow out of the ground, right? We're mammals, okay? Tapeworms are not really supposed to be in our bodies, all right? But one, I don't, yeah, just the idea that he's comparing a human fetus to a parasite is disgusting. That's how he's seeing it, right? Imagine someone who's been so dehumanized that they're really looking at that and be like, oh, humans are just... They're just parasites. Imagine hating people so much in general that you're like, well, humans are parasites. They're destroying this earth. If humans didn't exist on this earth, this earth would be a paradise. Keep in mind that 90% of the animals that ever were born, lived, and went extinct on this planet did so long before humans came along. But I digress. Okay? Uh, So yeah, Fat Chicken apparently is a credible individual. Uh... And here's the other part that I don't like. He acknowledges that a tapeworm has a heartbeat and can feel pain, but still be, should be killed. So I'm guessing that in his mind, if a human fetus has developed to a point where they have a heartbeat, all right, they have blood circulating through their body, they can even feel pain, okay, we should still have the right to kill it. Right? Now, keep in mind, I explained this in the last podcast. The current Roe versus Wade decision... That's being debated is because Mississippi wants to outlaw abortion after 15 weeks. France, a very liberal socialist country, outlaws them after 14 weeks. Right? So they do that because they call them heartbeat bills, right? A heartbeat can be detected as early, I believe, seven weeks if you use certain equipment. 12 weeks is the typical time, right? So basically past the first trimester, you get into the second trimester, and some states are saying, hey, we want to recognize that as a human being with all the same rights and privileges. We want to recognize that. That gives you the first trimester and then some. 15 weeks, that's four months or almost four months. Okay, the first trimester and then some to figure out what you're going to do. 
And after that, no, that's, that's, that's a citizen of our state. Okay? I think that's reasonable. Okay? I would like to speak a little differently. As I've expressed on this program before, I'm generally against abortion, minus maybe a few exceptions. Okay, but I think that's reasonable. Right? But, oh, no, no. We're going to acknowledge that even a heartbeat and can't feel pain should still be killable. So I commented on my friend's post. Now, here's the thing. I, I, of all my friends that I know are pro-life, almost none of them have really posted anything on Facebook trying to open up that debate. Why? Because it's a can of worms. People, this is a very emotional topic for people. Okay? This is extremely emotional. People will scream. This, they, they die on this hill every time. I don't know why this one's the one they want to die on, but they do. Okay. Um, so I commented just what I basically said to you guys. Um, because a fetus is a parasite, right? Is that what he's saying? Like, how sick can you get? And the friend that posted this said, well, they are both living organisms. Now, granted, this is a pro-abortion friend. Well, they're both living organisms. So what's the argument now? If we can acknowledge that both a tapeworm in your body and a fetus in your body are both living organisms, then what's your argument? We should be able to kill both? Or both should be allowed to live? Now granted, a tapeworm does harm to your body. This will make you sick and this will eventually kill you. Eventually. Okay, essentially will starve you from the inside out. A fetus typically does not do harm to your body. Your body is intended to have a baby, if you're biological woman, I should say. Okay. Now, granted, are there extreme scenarios? And yes, they are extreme now. Remember, folks, I investigate death. Okay. Many deaths have to be reported to me. So, in the two and a half years I've been doing this, I've only known of one case where a woman gave child, or died while giving childbirth, and it really wasn't had anything to do with the childbirth. It was actually what I believe was a mistake from the uh, medical personnel's fault. Okay. Childbirth is not nearly as dangerous as they pretended. This isn't 1901 anymore. Okay, at the turn of the century, childbirth was one of the most dangerous things. It was one of the leading causes of death of women. Now it's not. It's not anywhere near the top. Okay? So no, thousands of women are going to die every year from giving childbirth of unwanted babies. That's, that's no. That's not how it's going to work. But yeah, she acknowledges that both of them are living organisms. Okay, but... No, we should just go ahead and kill one because the mother doesn't want it, and we should kill the other because it's doing harm to our body. I just, I don't get it. And this is what I meant last time when I said, look, every time we have these arguments, the, the left's arguments or scenarios or stuff like that, either they throw out these impossible scenarios or extremely rare scenarios that just never really happen, or their arguments could just be picked apart. And then, of course, they turn around and they get louder, Right? They yell at you. They, they, they tell you, well, if you don't have a uterus, you don't have a voice. You know, my body, my choice. And they get more and more angry. And the truth is because their arguments fall apart. The science does not support this. It just doesn't. No matter how many times you break it down, no matter how many sad stories you come up with, no matter how many times you do that kind of crap, um, the science is just not going to support it. That's a human being. Okay? Yeah, maybe it's a really tiny human being. Maybe it's the size of a peanut. But within a few weeks of pregnancy, you start seeing some discernible features. And a couple weeks after that, boom, you got head, you got functioning organs, for crying out loud. All right, there's just something wrong with that, morally speaking. At least in my opinion. But I don't know. I don't know why the far left just sees humans as less than human. I, I can't get it. I mean, even Barack Obama once famously said that he wouldn't want his daughter punished with having a baby. He'd want her to have that choice. As if a baby's a punishment? I, I don't see it. I just don't get it, folks. 
Hey folks, there's a lot of people these days that are fleeing California and starting new lives elsewhere. And my friends Brian and Kim did just that. They flew off to Idaho and they started a whole new life and a whole new business. I want you guys to check out grandmaspantrypocatello.com for custom jams and jellies that are out of this world. Okay, I went up there to visit a couple months ago, did a little bit of bear hunting, and I got to try... I, fell off my diet and I got to try a lot of their stuff, man. It is amazing. They have everything from spicy jams and jellies to sweet to sugar-free, whatever you need. And with the holidays coming up, if you want to introduce unique flavors to your cooking and unique flavors to your hors d'oeuvres, check out grandmaspantrypocatello.com. That's grandmaspantrypocatello.com. So this is Police Week. That's right, folks. Police Week 2022. If you have a police officer in your life or a deputy sheriff, um, feel free to send them some love because they don't get a whole lot. As I've, I'm i going to start doing this thing where I start um, reading some of my hate mail and some of the comments I get on our Facebook. If you haven't followed us on Facebook yet, we're on Facebook, Disturbing the Peace. We're also on Twitter. Um, we are on Instagram as well if you want some alternative content. Um, and so... I posted a, a meme on our Facebook page just ex reminding everyone, hey, May 15th through 21st, uh, it's National Police Week, right? Respect, honor, remember. This is the week that we remember the fallen officers. We give respect to those who are still in service, and we give respect to those who served, right? This is our week, right? Just like they have in National Teachers Day, Teachers Week, Teachers Appreciation Week, all that kind of stuff. This is Police Week. And so I posted this meme, and... A guy named Jared, who doesn't know how to spell his name, J-A-R-A-D, uh, immediately questioned, is this, like, tyranny, or tyranny awareness? Is this tyranny awareness? I responded, of course, well, that's January 8th, started in 1828, which he probably wasn't smart enough to figure out that was the establishment of the Democrat Party. Uh, somebody else posted some meme uh, saying something about pigs flying because he has a picture of a cop with a drone. Uh, somebody else posted a meme named Chris, uh, the thin blue wine, all right? Apparently, uh, yeah, I don't know, he thinks we're all whiny crybabies. By the way, police homicide and assaults have been up about 59%. So, if you feel like cops are whining about being attacked or being in danger, people showing up at their house, drive-bys, murders, that kind of stuff, th there might be some legitimacy to it, just so you know, just, there might be something to that. You know, you may actually want to look at it and be like, oh, maybe far-left rhetoric is actually having a toll? I don't know. I don't know. Then there's this guy named Ricky. Uh, <clears throat> and he responded, I remember how you disrespected, dishonored, and forgot to uphold your oath to defend the Constitution. F you talking about. I remember you shutting down businesses, churches, and being a long arm of government. F all of you. Garbage asses. Sorry, Mom, if you're listening. Yes, Men of conformists. At least you got the disturbing the peace part right. Eh, gives me a thumbs up. Eh. Um, yeah, let's let's break that one down for a second here. Um, first of all, about 99% of cops out there weren't shutting down churches, businesses. In fact, that was a major problem in uh, Canada. It happened a little bit around here, um, but not where I'm at. I mean, my sheriff where I work made it very clear. He's like, hey, we're not enforcing this crap. Do not force a single one of these until I tell you to. Right? And the vast majority of cops felt the same way. Right? Nobody was really doing that. Okay, there were a couple incidents in a town nearby that I know of um, where the local police were doing that. But again, and as I explained this, cops get stuck in this rock and hard place. Okay? They know the law is stupid. They know the regulation is stupid. Okay? And 
I mean, it's like a gun control stuff. I know gun control laws don't work. Okay? I know uh, I apply the Constitution a certain way where I think it should be a certain way. And I know some of the laws that we have here in California kind of contradict that. Not kind of, but some of them outright contradict that. But I do have children to feed. Right? I have a house to pay for. I got vehicles to pay for and stuff like that. So you do get stuck in this rock and hard place where it's like, okay, I want to do the right thing, but it's just the hill I want to die on. Right? Is giving this person a citation, really, am I going to risk my career by not doing that? Am I going to make waves? And sometimes it's worth it. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's worth it. Some, there's been plenty of times where people are like, oh, you guys need to do I'm not doing that. No way. During the COVID shutdowns, I'm not going to businesses. I'm not going to show up at a single store or business if they call and say, well, this guy's not wearing a mask. I don't care. Oh, this store's not supposed to be open. Not my problem, and it's not your problem either. Right? Okay, I wasn't going to do it. I was not going to do it. Granted, I was happy enough that my agency, my, my administration didn't ask us to do that kind of stuff because I wouldn't have done it anyways. But this is why, let me make this clear, this is why local elections matter. Right? Okay, we, we all focus on what what... What is President Biden mumbling about today, right? What is Kamala Harris um, awkwardly laughing about today, right? What is that new press secretary that, ugh, she's already been a train wreck, but whatever, that's, that's, that's for a different podcast, folks. But what are they talking about? I don't care, because really it's your local elections that matter. If you're concerned about your constitutional rights, then you better pay close attention to your local sheriff, right? He's the elected law enforcement of your area, okay? He is the one that needs to be a constitutionalist. Because he is the chief law enforcement uh, uh, head for your whole area. He's the chief law enforcement officer for your whole area. Which means the police chiefs don't necessarily have to answer to him, but they kind of do. Because he's the elected one. Right? Your, your town mayor? Right? Who's your city manager? Your city manager is the one that's going to hire your police chief. Who's that? Local elections matter. They really do. Yeah, I was just reading an article about, I want to talk about this maybe next week some more, about a heck of a situation out in Colorado where this woman learned that her young daughter, I believe was, uh, I forget how old she was, pre-high school age, right? maybe middle school or whatever, uh, was invited by an art teacher to go participate in a club. It was an LGBT club of some sort, okay? This young girl has not expressed any interest in that, nor has she expressed any... Um, um, desire to be oriented that way in any way, shape, or form. But they invited her along. They had an unauthorized person on campus to talk to these kids, and one of the first things this person tells them is, oh, don't tell your parents this stuff. Don't tell your parents this stuff. If you're not comfortable in your body, it's probably because you're transgender. What? Has anyone ever met a teenage girl or any woman in that matter who's just completely satisfied or comfortable in her body? Right? Okay, but you tell an impressionable little kids that? This is happening in Colorado. Okay, local elections matter. Your, your school boards, that matters. Mayors, that matters. Superintendents, that matters. Your DA, your sheriffs, these things matter. If you don't like the direction your community, your, your, your country's going, you got to start with the people who are going to protect you from the bigger influences. A good sheriff that's willing to look at your state capitol and say, yeah, no, we're not doing that, that's a good sheriff. No, that new law, yeah, we're not enforcing that. Okay. A sheriff that sends a letter out to all his deputies say, hey, there's a new gun law coming down to shoot, but that's a clear violation of uh, the Constitution, and we're not enforcing that one. Do not book anyone in our jail with that, for that law. That's a good sheriff. A DA who's like, yeah, no, we're not. Uh, what? This is the charges? Nah, no, we're not doing that. 
Your DA matters. Okay? Your sheriff matters. Pay attention to these things. Don't be distracted by the loud talking heads on the news. Pay attention to your local elections. They're the ones that are going to protect you. All right, folks. Uh, I want to end on a happier note. Have you guys heard about Happy Gilmore? No, no, no. I'm not talking about the Adam Sandler movie. Speaking of that, though, so my brother, I got to tell you guys a story. My brother, the firefighter, sends me, sends me this TikTok the other day. And he sends it to me at like 1030 at night. And I'm like, what are you still doing up? He's like, I'm watching a movie. And I was like, really? You're watching a movie and you're watching TikTok? If you guys know anything about TikTok, you can't really watch TV and watch TikTok at the same time. You just can't. TikTok is all about videos. You got to have the audio up and all that. Like, you can't do them both. And I was like, dude, look, I might be an elite detective, but even a mediocre detective can figure out that you're lying to me right now. What are you doing up? Because you're clearly not watching a movie if you're sending me TikToks. And he's like, well, it's an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, jeez. He's like, oh, never mind. That makes sense. That makes sense now. So anyways, there's a kid out there, 16 years old, who just qualified for the U.S. Open. Well, for his age group, I think. Um, and his name is legit Happy Gilmore. <laughs> now, I'll tell you right now, if I named my kid Happy Gilmore, yes, I would be pushing golf in his hands from the moment he could walk. Right? Well, why not? And that's clear what this kid did. But yes, Happy Gilmore, um, a 16-year-old who qualified for U.S. Open qualifier, um, and he's nothing to be ashamed of. He's actually doing really well. So, Happy, we wish you the best of luck, sir. Uh, I hope you have a long and promising career. I would love to see Happy Gilmore becoming an excellent golfer when he's an adult. All right, folks, in the meantime, this is it. This is the Server the Peace podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, DTP at USA.com. That's DTP at USA.com. If you disagree with something I say, if you got an argument that you want to make, by all means, DTP at USA.com. Shoot me an email, message us on Facebook, find us on Instagram. I don't care. Um, I'll be happy to read your email. I'll be happy to read the comments, or, or, or I'll be happy to make your argument. Okay, if you have a great argument and you think you're contradicting me in some way, I'll make your argument or even something you want to add. Again, DTP at USA.com. Remember, this is Police Week, so honor the fallen and respect those who are still serving.